Hello everyone, welcome along to a special edition of the Luton Town Supporters Trust podcast. I'm Kev, I'll be guiding you through the podcast and I'm joined by a very special guest uh, this month, one of the town's summer signings, uh, Amari Bell. Amari, thanks for giving up some of your time. No worries, man. Good to be here. Excellent. Uh, I'm going to go through sort of events on the pitch and everything shortly, but first of all, you've been at Luton Town sort of three months now, just over three months. How have you settled in? How are you finding everything? Yeah, I've definitely settled in well. Um, you know, the boys here are ledge. Um, and obviously it's good that, you know, I'm playing games here, um, doing well personally, I feel, and, you know, winning games as well. So it makes um, life here uh, a lot better. Excellent. What was it that attracted you to Luton Town? Obviously, you've had a decent spell in the Championship with Blackburn prior to that. But what was it about Luton that sort of um, made you make the switch? I think for me, it was um, you know when I met the manager. Um, you know, just speaking to him, um, his passion, his drive, and you know how he did things and his his, his detail towards the game. Um, it definitely interested me a lot, and it's something that I wanted to someone I wanted to work with. So um, yeah, that was a deciding factor for me. Yeah, there's a lot of um, people that we talk to, new signings that mention uh, that Nathan's the one that sort of gets them over the line sort of thing. Uh, it must be very sort of enticing to to do that. You obviously, you play for Backburn um, and obviously we've been in the same division as those for the last couple of seasons. But I noticed you didn't play against us, but you must have been aware of the, the club during the sort of times that we've both been in the championship, I presume. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think one game I was just on the bench, one game... I might be injured or something, but yeah, um, surprisingly, I never played against Luton in the champ. Um, so I never, obviously, I knew that uh, Luton was an intense club um, with the way they played, but I never really felt that personally. But um, obviously, now being here, the intensity that we play and whatnot is, is good and it's something I enjoy doing. Yeah, I was going to say, I think the only time you played against us was for Fleetwood, wasn't it? Um, sort of in the League One, League Two days. So you, you, you were aware of the club. Even even yeah. before you arrived, weren't you? You um, you started the season on fire. Uh, I think it's fair to say you, yeah. you know your form's been fantastic. We all enjoy watching you. Was the fact that you was at the Gold Cup rather than doing all that horrible pre-season running was that a factor in your your kind of form? Um, no idea. To be fair, I mean, <laughs> no one likes pre-season running anyway. So, <laughs> I mean, if I was, if I could get away from that, then <laughs> you know it was it was it was good. But um. No, I'm not, I'm not too sure what it is. Um, obviously, I think for me mainly it's just um, being happy, playing somewhere, and I think that's that's what I'm, that, that's how I feel at the moment. So that's just uh, that's great for me. But also, you know, confidence as well. Um, you know, the boys give me confidence. Manager gives us well, all of us confidence, really, and I think that shows in the field. You play in a position that's really important for the way that Nathan Jones um, goes about his football. Like prior to you arriving and when we were in League One and League Two, you'll have seen whilst at Fleetwood that uh, we had full-backs that were massively involved in the game and that's still the case now. In fact, it's more the case now than it was in the first two seasons in the Championship. Is that something that you enjoy, always being involved in the game? Yeah, 100%. Um, like you said, um, you know, previously he's had full-backs who have uh, moved on um, to play in the Premiership and um, obviously I wanted to come here and develop as well um, you know like you said it's an important position for the team and for the game in general how it's going now and obviously the manager does he was a fullback himself so um, <clears throat> it shows that you know he's a he's got a good co- uh, coach in that, um, that position and if I could come here work with him develop as well and progress further on in my career then uh, that's something that I'd 
Yeah, I was going to ask you that, because he was a left-back himself, is he more sort of strict and strenuous on you and your position, or, you know, is he, is he just happy, sort of, the fact that he's got players in that position now? Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't say so. I mean, I think his, um, his attention to detail in all positions is, uh, is what he's good at, to be fair. So, I, I wouldn't say he's uh, um, a bit more harsh on the full-backs, but I think any, any position where he can help out... Um, in any way possible, then you know he's, uh, he's definitely willing to do that. So you obviously knew that you know James Justin played left back for us back in the League One days, and I guess the club have kind of been searching for the the next sort of person to fill that position. So is is they're kind of big shoes to fill, but are you happy to you know to be the man to do that? Yeah, hundred percent. Um, you know, I'm, I always welcome a challenge. To be fair. And, for me, obviously, in my two previous seasons, I wasn't really playing much. Um, so, you know, I wanted to you know, come somewhere where I can definitely walk, <clears throat> somewhere where, you know, the team uses the full-backs as, you know, a strength for them as well. And I can play, you know, a lot of games and, you know, just being happy and being free and, you know, contributing to the team any way I can. And I'm, I'm kind of interested, what, what does Nathan say about, for you in that position? I mean, there's an awful lot of emphasis from fans, from you know, from everyone about the attacking sort of part of the of the role, you know, just because of what's gone before. But defensively as well, I mean, you have to put a decent shift in, particularly in this level where the sort of strikers and attackers on that side are, are a decent level. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, obviously, attacking and defenses, defense is uh, important in um, in that position. To be fair, so. Um, Obviously, when we're out on the training field, you know, we'll work through our tactics and our shape and whatever, and, you know, he'll give us scenarios, how to attack, and then, obviously, our team shape on, you know, defending. So, um, you know, obviously, the more that we, that we do that, the more it just comes um, second nature to us, and we just know where to be, and we're just more of a free-flowing uh, team. I'm sure the boss won't listen to this, C. Do you prefer the attacking side of it or the defensive side of it? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you know, I, I, I like both, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, um, obviously, it, it is nice to score a goal and, you know, get an assist or whatever as well. But at the same time, you know, when you make an important tackle or, um, you know, an interception or a header that, you know, saves a team, it, it, it kind of gives you that similar, similar feeling. Good answer that, just in case he does, just in case he does, does listen into this, uh, this episode. <laughs> the, yeah, the other thing that really interests me about the position that you play is we have switched between a four and a five or three and a four, however you want to describe it, at the back this season. So you've played left back and you've played left wing back. And when you play left wing back, you almost seem to keep popping up as a centre forward, don't you? Because you scored, you scored at Barnsley in that position. You hit the post in one of the home games, I think it was Huddersfield, and... Um, you got yourself into the box and had a good chance against Bournemouth as well. So is that a kind of when we got, when we play the five like we're doing more often than not at the minute? Is it is it an emphasis on you to get right forward? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, especially because um, say it was on the opposite side, then you know you, you want to get numbers in the box, and because there's no winger there, then you know the opposite wing back has to try and make that up. So you know if I can get in the box when I can. And, um, <clears throat> you know, contribute to that second side, then that's something I'll definitely do. I've said that you've started the season on fire and that your form's been great. Is that how you see it? Yeah, definitely. Um, I definitely feel like, you know, I've been doing well. Um, I would have hoped that I could have contributed more, um, you know, to goals and assists, which that's something I'm a little bit disappointed in myself with, um, 
obviously I'm so critical with myself to be fair so yeah, um, I am happy with what I'm doing, but, you know, I believe I can, I can do more as well. Well, that's going to be uh, pretty uh, tough on the other teams if uh, if you get even better uh, over the course of the season. <laughs> I just want to talk about that goal at Barnsley, actually, because an awful lot of players with their supposed weaker foot, they're swingers, aren't they? But you put that ball in with your right foot very neatly. Yeah. Are you two-footed? Um, <laughs> some people might, might say I'm not, but <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um, but no, I think um, over the you know the past few seasons, I've kind of started working more on my on my weaker foot, um, which obviously um, paid off in that game. But even in the the first game against Peterborough, I took a shot with uh, my right foot, and you know sometimes it the more you do it, just it feels a bit more natural and you're more comfortable with it. So I mean, you know, as long as I can keep keep working it working on it in um, every different area, should I say, um, then obviously I'll be more comfortable in games and scenarios when I can use it. The fact that eight new signings came in during the summer and obviously had to gel and everything, did that make it easier or harder to hit the ground running, I guess? I, I guess it's a bit of a trickier question for you because you was away with Jamaica, but it was an awful lot of players to bring in at one go. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, sometimes you can see, it, it, can, it can go both ways. If, uh, sometimes you might bring in a lot of signings and it is hard for everyone to gel. But um, luckily, um, you know, obviously we've got a, a, a great manager, so... He's made it easy and, you know, like I said, his attention to detail and his tactics, um, it gives everybody a, a very good understanding of what they should be doing. So it's, uh, it's made it very easy for us. Okay. But I also think like the characters that he's brought into, um, everyone's, you know, everyone's a, it's a nice guy. So that, that makes it easier on the field, you know, when we just work for each other and we're willing to do the other side for one another. Keep praising him. If he is listening, he'll definitely pick you on Saturday. That's uh, absolutely sure. I just want to talk about a couple of those partnerships then, because inside you, you've had uh, Cal Naismith and Sonny Bradley at different times this season at centre-back. Uh, how is it playing alongside those? They're kind of different players, aren't they? Which Is it easier to sign, to kind of change change partnerships like that, or do you have, really have to work on it in training in that week? Um, yeah, I think it's pretty easy, to be fair. I mean, the good thing is both of them are left-footed. Um, you know, if one was right-footed, then it might be a bit different. But because of them, because both of them are left-footed, then it's it's a bit more e- easier than it would have been. So yeah, I won't really say there's any problems there. And Cal's Scottish accent ain't a problem when he's talking to you on the pitch. No, nah, no, nah, I've played with many Scots before, so <laughs> I start to understand that. Good stuff. And in front of you, when we do play as a four, it tends to be Fred down that left-hand side. I mean, he is absolutely rapid. Is it just a case of giving him the ball and letting him loose? Yeah, I mean, sometimes, sometimes when I'm tired, you know, I can do that. But <laughs> at times, you know, like I said, I want to contribute to attacking wise as well. So, you know, if I can give it in and get around him or make the underlap, um, then, you know, I'll try and do that to where, uh, because sometimes you need that as well, even, you know, giving goals and just general movement, because that's what, um, you know, hurts people as well, because people switch off. Yeah, you two are forming some sort of combination down that side then. And then even when Fred switches to the other side and you get Harry on your side, I mean, it's probably no yeah. different, is it? He's just as quick. Yeah, that's what I mean. And, you know, obviously he works harder. His work rate is um, it's different class. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's a good thing with Paige. I'm interested in uh, how you think we've started the season as a whole. Obviously, we've started fantastically. We're fifth in the championship. You know, that's beyond any wild dreams, really, I think, from a from a Luton fan. But you've been in this position at Blackburn in the past. Do you see that this team has got the potential to kick on in a way that those Blackburn sides kind of 
levelled out a little bit, with no disrespect, of course. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, obviously the difference for me is that is that the, the tempo that we we play at and you know the the options that we have to change and you know like for like and things like that. So when we change it, you know, we know what we're going to get as well. We know what everyone's going to bring to the table. So um, that's a a key factor. And I definitely feel that you know obviously we're going to take it one game game by game, but we just have to keep on believing. And we've, we're keeping an awful lot of clean sheets, aren't we? I think it's seven in 14 league games. That's obviously the foundation that's going to, if not keep us at this position, maybe even push us further on. So is that the real emphasis on keeping clean sheets? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you don't always want to have to outscore your opponent, you know what I mean? So, like you said, as long as we can keep clean sheets, then that gives us the, uh, the foundation to uh, build on. And we're on a nice little unbeaten run at the moment, aren't we? Which we launched in style with that. Uh, win over Coventry boys must be buzzing right now yeah 100% uh, you know we're winning you know keep clean sheets and we just want to we just want to keep the train rolling to be fair so um, yeah we're just going to you know work hard and work even harder give 110% in each game so you know can keep that feeling going because you know it's a nice feeling inside for everyone and those 5-0 wins are great but I guess there's equal satisfaction in wins over Hull at 1-0 that we have to kind of dig in and grind it out when things aren't flowing just as well as they were in that Coventry game did you did you guys feel that? Yeah definitely definitely um, like I said obviously it's a 1-0 win you know we've kept a clean sheet we haven't we know we haven't played great especially in the second half should I say well, first half was pretty good second half you know, we could have been better but like you said the ones where you dig deep and you just grind it out, um, you know, it gives you a very satisfying feeling. And the boss said that um, the fans really rallied and sort of um, not not won the game for the for the boys, but kept you guys going. How have you found playing at Kenilworth Road in front of fans again as well? Obviously, after you've played football for the last 18 months without fans, how's it like playing with fans and particularly at Kenilworth Road? Yeah, it's, it's amazing to be fair. Obviously, at first it was a bit, um, a bit strange, you know, being involved for so long, but now it's you know it's amazing. Like I said fans are so important for the game, and you know, like I said, you know, sometimes when you're tired and the fans that you know that one roar gives you that extra ten percent to to keep on going, and um, so yeah, it's it's, it's amazing the, the support that they give us. And we're obviously away from home on Saturday. The away fans travel in great numbers. That must also give a lift. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, like I said, the, the support here from the fans is great. Um, the away um, as, as long as we can keep on taking as many away fans as possible, then, um, you know, we can keep the ball rolling. And like I said, it's important. It's definitely important um, for the way the game is going. This championship, it's a mental league, isn't it? Because if you win a couple of games, you fly up the table as we've just done. And if you lose a couple of games, you disappear like right the way down. And I think there's six or seven teams on 21 points. But I guess the focus is purely on just winning each game as it comes. Yeah, no, definitely. Like you said, it is crazy. It's, it's, it's so tight. Um, you just want to, you know, stay, stay in and around that, that the position where we are in right now for as um, long as possible. Um, you know, we just need to keep on picking up points wherever we can, and um, you know, that will take us a long way. And I've heard Harry and a couple of the others, other boys in the press after games, suggesting that there's a real feeling that we're a top six unit now. Is that something that stretches right across the dressing room? Yeah, definitely. We definitely feel it. Um, you know, the, the stats that we have produced um, definitely shows that we are better than... Obviously, I know we're sitting fifth now, but, you know, we could have picked up more points um, if 
you know, things would have went out, uh, our way. You know, we've had a lot of draws um, and some of them games, you know, we should have won. So it's important that we just keep on picking up points and then uh, turning some of them draws into wins. I'm interested in the Bournemouth game in particular because I know that we lost that game and I know that you came on at half-time and we were much better in the second half actually whether that was down to you or not I'll leave you to decide uh, on that one but did the boys come away from that game with Bournemouth being obviously just well I mean they're a Premier League side in all but name aren't they um, in terms of the players that they've got on the pitch did the boys come away from that game thinking well we've given them a game there's absolutely nothing to fear in this division now? 100% I mean you know if you think about the the chance that Eli had the start. Um, if, if that goes in, then you know that's a different game. And I think you know we've um, we've conceded two chances and they've you know scored both of them. So there wasn't a lot in the game, and we definitely believe that you know we could have and should have won that game. Um, especially if we didn't, we just need to concentrate at times. You know what I mean, and just you know, stay with runners or just defend a bit better. And you know that can that can see us a long way. So we've got three games coming up now between now and the international break. Preston, who are a little bit below us in the table. I watched them against Liverpool last night. Hopefully they're knackered for Saturday and you guys get a much easier run of it. And then two home games to follow that against Middlesbrough and Stoke, who are right around us. I think they're two of the sides, if not on 21 points, right close to us. So it kind of feels like there's a big week coming up. Yeah, 100%. You know, we've just had a big week and we've got another big week coming. Like you said, um, you know, it's easy to uh, look at Preston and think, OK, they're below us and... You know, we should be beating them, but you know, like I said, this league's crazy, and uh, you know, anyone can beat anyone, so we've just got to stay on our guard and um, stay ready. Yeah, that was very much a fan's point of view. Don't, don't, don't fall into that sort of trap, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then two home games: Middlesbrough, Stoke. They are um, teams that we generally don't do fantastically well against, but we've actually already knocked off a couple of those records. I'm sure you had it ploughed into you that we've never won at Millwall since about 1990 and people haven't lived since we've won at Preston prior to when we did it last season. So uh, is is it motivation that when we come up against teams that maybe we don't necessarily have great records against just to beat them and just to shut everyone up? Yeah, I think so. I mean, for me personally, I don't feel like, I think, um, you know, even if I hear that record that um, that's something I'm chasing really. I think, um, you know, the boys, we, we just believe in ourselves right now. And we just um, we know that any game right now we can give someone a we can give someone a run for their money. So I think that's just what we're focusing on. We just need to you know focus more on ourselves and not the opposition in that sense. Thanks. Uh, just away from Luton for a minute. Um, you made your Jamaica debut this year. Played in the Gold Cup. There's a World Cup next year, and I noticed that Jamaica are only three points from a playoff place over in the North America thing. Is there a dream of a World Cup next next winter? Yeah, 100%. I mean, you know, that's why I wanted to play for them as well. Um, you know, obviously, I love the country, but, you know, to play for the World Cup, in the World Cup as well, is, you know, what everyone uh, dreams about. So, that's definitely um, something that I would, I would like to do, sorry. <clears throat> but I think, um, you know, we've, we haven't really done well right now um, from the past games that we've had, so we need to start picking up points. Yeah, I noticed that the United States become a bit of a pain in the ass, aren't they? Um yeah. To um, to put it to put it mildly, hopefully, yeah, hopefully you can um, get that right and uh, they can qualify. If not automatically, then um, certainly for a playoff and and you can enjoy the sun and uh, and desert of Qatar next uh, next winter. No, exactly. I mean, obviously we've got a, we've got a good team, you know, we've got some good players, so we should definitely be doing better than we are. Um, obviously, for me personally, I was a bit disappointed to be uh, obviously not included in the previous squad, but you know, then things happen. But you know, as long as the team can 
keep on picking up points and hopefully three points uh, against the USA coming as well. Um, that'll be good for us. Yeah, I'd be amazed if in current form uh, you get left out too much longer. Uh, that's for sure. Just want to finish this podcast off. I'm not sure when you, when you sign for the club if the club pointed out that we are heading towards a new stadium. I'm sure they did, and I'm sure it's something that kind of enticed you. And last night, we took another further step with the council approving some plans uh, around the outskirts of the new stadium. Just, you're you're at an age where you could definitely still be playing for us in that new stadium. What kind of an incentive is that? Yeah, I mean, everybody likes, uh, you know, new stadiums as well, because it's a new new chapter for the club. Um, But yeah, when I did sign, they did show me, and I was amazed by the... uh, the, um, the the stadium to be fair would definitely be a, a great achievement for the club. Um, obviously, I know uh, stadium now. It's you know it's been there a long time. But, um, sometimes you need to um, you know take that that step in that next direction. Yeah, uh, a long, long time. I guess the training, um, the, the sorry, the changing facilities are uh, a little less uh, up up market like they are at some of the away games. Um, obviously. No one wants to leave Kenilworth Road from a Luton fan point of view. We thought it's our second home kind of thing. But in order to move and progress and, and you know, maybe even get to the Premier League and even stay there, we really need to get to a new ground, don't we? Yeah, and no, I agree. I agree, especially the direction the club's going. You know what I mean? Yeah, that will be, it will be great for us. So, you know, if we can keep on progressing um, in the football development and, you know, in any areas that we can, then, you know, it'll be great for the club and we can... Uh, definitely be looked on in football world as something uh, great fantastic I can tell you're really enjoying yourself uh, at Luton Town and I hope that continues for an awful long time because we're really enjoying watching you play football wish you the best of luck for the rest of this season and I hope all the goals and everything that's set in the dressing room get achieved and uh, who knows hopefully I'm watching you walk, walk out in the Premier League next season no, definitely man I appreciate it Thanks, uh, thank you for having me You're very welcome. Thanks for giving up your time, Amari. And as I say, all the best on Saturday. Thank you, man. Take care.